Welcome to the Mahabharat podcast. There, famous in her old renown, Ayodhya stands the royal town. In bygone ages, built and planned by sainted Manu's princely hand, imperial seat, her walls extend, twelve measured leagues from end to end, and three in width from side to side, with square and palace beautified. Her gates at even distance stand, her ample roads are wisely planned. Right glorious is her royal street, where streams allay the dust and heat. On level ground in even row, her houses rise in goodly show. Terrace and palace, arch and gate, the queenly city decorate. High are her ramparts, strong and vast, by ways at even distance past, with circling moat both deep and wide, and store of weapons fortified. King Dashrat, lofty souled, that city guarded and controlled, with towering sal trees belted round, and many a grove and pleasure ground. As royal Indra, throned on high, rules his fair city in the sky, she seems a painted city fair, with chessboard line and even square, and cool both shade the lovely lake, where weary men their thirst may slake. Their gilded chariots gleam and shine, and stately piles the gods enshrine. Their gay sleek people ever throng to festival and dance and song. A mine is she of gems and sheen, the darling home of fortune's queen. With noblest sorts of drink and meat, the fairest rice and golden wheat, and fragrant with the chaplet scent, with holy oil and incense blent, with many an elephant and steed, and wains for draught and cars for speed. With envoys sent by distant kings, and merchants with their precious things, with banners over her roofs that play, and weapons that a hundred slay, all warlike engines framed by man, and every class of artisan, a city rich beyond compare, with bards and minstrels gathered there, and men and damsels who entrance, the soul with play and song and dance. In every street is heard the lute, the drum, the tibrid, and the flute. The Veda chanted soft and low, the ringing of the archer's bow, with bands of godlike heroes, 
skilled in every warlike weapon, and kept by warriors from the foe, as Naga's guard, their home below. Their wisest Brahmins evermore, the flame of worship feed, and versed in all the Vedas' lore, their lives of virtue lead, truthful and pure they freely give. This is the poetic description of Ayodhya from the Valmiki Ramayan within the section entitled Ayodhya in the first book, the Balakand, translated to English by Ralph T.H. Griffith in 1870. In the lanes of Ayodhya, in the 1600s, in the time of the Mughal rule, under Emperor Akbar, the grandfather of Shah Jahan, the erector of the Taj Mahal, a youth of the name Rambol Dubi, meaning one who uttered Ram, though not born in Ayodhya, spent much of his time in meditation there as well as by the banks of the Ganges in Varanasi. Being of devotional disposition, as well as having an intense desire to express this in an artistic form, Rambal spent much of his time learning Sanskrit, the exclusive language of the upper-class Brahmanas and Indian aristocracy. However, being of simple heart and simple mind. To Rambol, the common tongue of Avadi appealed to him somewhat more than Sanskrit, a local vernacular language of Indo-Aryan origin spoken by those of the Avad region of Uttar Pradesh and also spoken by those in the Terai region of West Nepal, close to Ayodhya, Awad being a name originating linguistically from the term Ayodhya. The Hanuman Chalisa, a devotional song which indeed Rambal would go on to write, is sung by millions to this day, not in Hindi but in the Awadi tongue. As he grew up, Rambal in the year 1631, compiled a 10,900 verse long poem based on the stories of Ram into what would become one of the most loved texts on Ram, the Ram Charitamanas, meaning the lake of deeds of Ram, considered one of the greatest works of Vedic literature. Rambal then became known as Tulsidas, the great poet devoted to Ram and Hanuman. Emperor Akbar had established relations with the Ottoman Empire and had successfully built trade across the large parts of the Asian subcontinent. Akbar had also spent time in Govardhan. When Tulsidas compiled the Ram Charitamanas, 
in the Awadhi language so that it may be available to the common person and not only the elite and literary classes. Many Brahmin scholars became enraged and conspired to steal the Ramcharitamanas script. Tulsidas had an old friend who happened to be the finance minister of Emperor Akbar, the most powerful man in the land. His friend Dodar Mal was a Hindu despite a change in his name to a more Islamic style, away from what is thought to have originally been Agarwal. Dodar Mal, earlier on, was a commander in Emperor Akbar's army and had led successful conquests, including against Khan Kanan and Khan Zaman. Dodar Mal became the counsellor of the Mughal Empire and was one of their premier noblemen. On one evening, Tulsidas came under immense pressure from the Brahmanas, and so he hurried to seek out Dodar Mal and entrusted to him his Ramcharitamanas script for safekeeping. Indeed, the copy was kept with Mal and returned after some years to the Hanuman temple in Tulsighat in Varanasi, where Tulsidas would spend much of his time. Dodar Mal is known to have later in his life translated the Bhagavat Puran or Srimad Bhagavatam into Persian, and it is also he who rebuilt the Kashi Vishwanath temple in 1585. And so Tulsidas, who held Ayodhya so close to his heart, had his devotional works preserved through both the Mughal and British rules, and they are the shining lights of Vedic teachings to this day. The Mahabharat cites Ayodhya, firstly, the lineage of Ayodhya, explanations of the line of Ikshvaku to Ram and beyond, where some of the kings in the line had Ayodhya for their domicile. Secondly, stories of other kings of Ayodhya, stories imparted by various personalities pertaining to kings and including detailed descriptions of the kingdom of Ayodhya in previous times. Thirdly, the telling of the Ramayan, the retelling of the Ramayan on various levels and in various levels of detail, once by Lomash and then by Hanuman to Bhim. And lastly, Ayodhya during the Mahabharata era, this includes Ayodhya being entered into during the time of the Mahabharata by the likes of Krishna and the Pandavas themselves. The second citation comes with King Dashrat 
from the heavens asking Ram to rule Ayodhya. And this is found in the Draupadi Harana Parva, where sage Markandeya speaks the Ramayana to Draupadi. He explains, And returning, Bharat ruled at Nandigram, keeping before him his brother's wooden sandals. And Ram, fearing a repetition of intrusion by the people of Ayodhya, when they had followed to convince him to return to rule, upon being exiled, entered into the great forest towards the asylum of Sarabanga. And when there, King Dashrat, who had already entered the heavens fourteen years ago, appeared in a subtle form on earth to Ram, and said, I have been gratified with thee, my child Ram. Blessed be thou. I am thy father, Dashrat. I command thee to take back thy wife and rule thy kingdom, O thou foremost of men. And Ram replied, If thou art my father, I salute thee with reverence. O king of kings, I shall indeed return at thy command to the delightful city of Ayodhya. And Bharat then, after having worshipped his returned brother, made over to him with great pleasure the kingdom that had been in his hands as a sacred trust. And Vasishta and Varnadeva then together installed that hero amongst men, Ram, once again into the sovereignty of Ayodhya. At the eighth Muliurta, the day under the asterism called Shravana. Then the son of Raghu, Ram, with his devoted wife, Sita, returned to the city of his own, Ayodhya, inaccessible to enemies, and that lord among men began to dwell there once again. And so the Mahabharat makes it clear that Ayodhya was a reference point for the Vedic law in many contexts in addition to that of the great Ram. But importantly, it remains that Ram of the city of Ayodhya is cited at very important junctures and those involving the parting of knowledge in some form from the wisest of personalities to those in the most need of it, those who resided in the sphere of action.